As I predicted, the St. Louis Blues split their first set of preseason games against the Arizona Coyotes. But does this leave me more confident or does this leave me concerned? This is all coming up here on Locked On Blues. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to Lockdown Blues. I am your host, Haley Taylor Simon. Oh man, St. Louis, it feels so good to have some hockey back. And I can tell you that despite the Blues' bad loss against the Coyotes in the second game, I truly enjoyed myself during the day game in uh, St. Louis. But I want to let you know that in today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down those two preseason games. And then I'm going to talk about the cuts. Cuts will be made because this is the, you know, the time where, you know, Ruby, Armstrong, all of the people are looking to see who's going to be on that final roster. And then my confidence level with the Blues after this first set of games. So stick around, hang out, grab a snack, and let's talk some St. Louis Blues. So this Saturday, the St. Louis Blues played the Arizona Coyotes in a set of two different games. The Blues won the first game 3-2, and I'm going to talk about that first. So in the first period, my friend Bushi had a beautiful goal. It was assisted by Jordan Cairo, and honestly, it was perfect. I think that this was one of my favorite, I mean, despite the fact that there was only been two games, this was my favorite goal. Um, I know, I know. But it was a really nice goal, and uh, I was happy for Bushi. Oscar Sunquist. So Sonny scored in the second period. It was assist- assisted by Vanra. And then um, this goal, it was honestly such a nice welcome back to Oscar. And I thought that he had good space and good puck control. So it was uh, a good job on that. I think the play was set up really nicely. A couple minutes later in the second period, Jordan Cairo had a goal. And it was assisted by um, the assistance man. Colton Paraco and then Robert Thomas. And this is what made it three nothing. So it looked like the Blues were about to, you know, completely just blow out the Yotes. But then, unfortunately, um, Arizona made a little bit of a comeback as Zach Stanford got a goal early in the third period. And then later in the third period, Milos Kalamen got a goal, making it a final game of 3-2 with the St. Louis Blues winning. But this is what I need to say. The Blues were very dominant on the ice, okay? They had a lot of good puck control. And then even when you look at the stats, I feel like the stats don't do it as much justice. When it comes to shots on net, the Yotes had 28 while the Blues had 23. During this game, the Blues seemed to be the more dominant team. But sometimes it gets a little messy with the stats where the stats tell a completely different story. When it comes to hits, the, the Arizona Coyotes had 22 while the Blues had 13. And then in penalty minutes, Blues took that one with 13 with the Coyotes only having nine. And then the faceoff percentage. Listen, I'm a nerd. I like this kind of stuff. The Blues had 51% and then the Yotes had 49%. So it was a little bit even on that. But this is where I get 
not, I don't want to say concerned. They both. Okay. The Blues did really good when it comes to blocking shots. They were very dominant on that. Defense was definitely better in this game. Now, the third period, I don't want to talk about that in a sense of that was good because it wasn't. I think letting in two goals when you have a 3 nothing lead is not okay. But I think that from what it was, okay, and the fact that this is the first preseason game and this team came back from a struggling season – it wasn't the worst thing. So overall, the game, I mean, it is what it is. And I hate that saying. I hate when people say that, oh, my gosh, what does that mean? It is what it is. But that's truly what it was. It is what it is. And you can't be too disappointed. But at the same time, you can have higher expectations. It's just a matter of having a reality check in a sense and thinking, okay, is this where this team is? wants to be and Oscar looked great on the ice and I miss honey I love seeing Bushi and I think that the team dynamic was a lot better they seemed to have more fun it was a bit more loose things that I think need improvement would definitely be that blue line but that's been something that I feel like every single person knows about the blues now right it's the blue line and I think just more energy and I, and I know it's preseason and I know the guys aren't going to risk injury, but just, you know, take those chances. And I saw that I think with um, even Sonny's goal, it just seemed the positioning on ice was very nice. And that's what I like to see. I like smart positioning on ice, find that open spot, go in it and then boom, slap shot it in. That is important. So I was very impressed in that sense. Now, the second game kind of tells a different story. And unfortunately, for the second game, um, the Coyotes won 5-1. And it was ugly. Before I get in and who scored, who didn't score, all that, the Coyotes had 51 shots while the Blues only had 21. So that just tells you as it is. The Coyotes were the more dominant team. And the sad thing is, is that one of the Coyotes players got a hat trick. And, like, I know that's, like, preseason and, like, I shouldn't care about it. But, like, you know how embarrassing that is? I mean, not, like, embarrassing, like, I'm going to cry about it. But it's, like, I was watching and I'm, like, unbelievable. Bedard gets a hat trick on us and now the Yotes. And I'll get into who got that. But I'm just saying that it was embarrassing because it's the Coyotes. And I make fun of the Coyotes on a constant daily basis. I have to remind myself, okay, it's preseason. But it's also not nice that during your rookie game and then during a preseason game, there's been hat tricks from other teams. If it's your own team, if it was the Blues, that would be fine. But that's what concerns me. It's like, oh, my God, we're becoming like a laughing stock again. But I need to remain more positive. I think that's my problem. So the first period, the only goal was scored by Josh Don, and that's who ended up getting the Hattie, by the way. Second period, again, Josh Don, and then at the end of the second, um, Connor Geeky got a goal. So then the Coyotes were leading 3 nothing heading into third, kind of like the Blues were in the first game, but obviously when the roles are reversed. Um. Third period, literally, like, I think it was, like, 10 or 14 seconds. Like, it was such a short amount of time. 
10 seconds in, Alexei Torochenko got a goal for the Blues, giving the deficit a little bit of less room to breathe. <laughs> so it was only 3-1 Arizona. So the Blues, they really could have come back. But then, of course, Josh Don did not let that happen, and he got a power play goal, giving the Yotes a 4-1 lead. And then finally, again, this was so stupid. I'm like, come on now. But Julian Lutz for the Coyotes solidified the Yotes' big victorious win, 5-1 with only 30 seconds remaining. So thank you. Um, This game was ugly. I did not like this game whatsoever. And I have to tell you, there was a lot of penalties. So, and I think this is what it gets. Scandella had a penalty in the first for some cross-checking. Okay, it happens. But then we're going to get into some penalties. Like, high-sticking is a penalty that always annoys me because it's a penalty that's very easily um, avoidable. And that was by Nikitia Alexandrov. And then Isaac Ratcliffe, he's on a professional tryout. That was in the whole deal from Kevin Hayes. He got a penalty for roughing and then Nathan Walker for tripping and then Isaac Ratcliffe again for fighting. I don't mind the fighting because I think the fighting at least shows some grit. It shows some effort. But then in the third period, Sammy Blay, Nathan Walker, and then guess what? Nathan Walker again all had penalties. Sammy Blay and Nathan Walker both fought and then Nathan Walker was roughing. So definitely a lot of penalties on that. Um, game. I understand the frustration, but it's also please be careful and do not risk getting injured. I know like guys like Isaac Ratcliffe that are trying to make the team want to show that they have the capability of doing so, but it's not worth injuring yourself because sometimes fighting leads to injury. But I also like the fact that he's wearing a blue note and he felt the need to say, you know what, I'm going to Show everybody how tough the Blues can be. I like that. That is what I like. So for that, I'm not as upset. But then obviously the games itself were just really ugly. But you know what I do like? I like Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical, make sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to a licensed pharmacy medicine medication delivery and ongoing consultation. I always mess that word up in care. Don't get caught unprepared. Get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from the Jace Medical by using my code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Cuts will be made. <laughs> and it's going to suck because some dreams will be crushed, but it's needed. This training camp has shown me that the Blues, they have a different mindset this season. And uh, that's okay. That's a good thing. I think being in a different kind of um, 
mindset. I'm trying to think of the right word without like, but I think having that fire, having that passion, wanting to be a winning team again is important. And then they would probably end up going to the Springfield Thunderbirds. Um, listen, being in the AHL, it's not the worst thing in the world, okay? I've said this before. You can be in the AHL and then you can be brought up. It is not preventing you whatsoever from being in um, – It's not preventing you from getting to play in the in the. I accidentally ended the video. I don't know why, but it's not preventing you from getting into the National Hockey League. I think the AHL um, allows you to basically improve and then you can um, take that for granted. But, okay, this is what I'm going to say, too. Cuts will be made. I don't think guys like Isaac Ratcliffe will actually get in. I think that it's one of those situations where – you have to take it for granted, right? Okay, you made your name. That's awesome that you had some fighting, but you still need time to improve. But the thing is, I honestly don't know what the Blues are going to do with all the guys from um, this training camp. It's really hard, and it's not one of those things where I can say, oh, yeah, well, you know what? I could see them keeping this. No, that's not how this is going to be. And it's unfortunate, but that is just the reality of the St. Louis Blues this season. The St. Louis Blues, though, um, they are a team that has potential. And their penalty kill, it is good. It is improved in these preseason games. And will that determine some of the guys made? Absolutely. They play the Columbus Blue Jackets tomorrow night at 8 p.m., by the way. I don't know why I'm sounding so angry right now. I guarantee you after that game, cuts will be made. And I am just being honest right now. Um, if, like, I want to have total transparency. I don't think Tanner Dickinson's going to make I think he'll be. I mean, there's a lot of guys that... Hugh McGing, I could see him being in the AHL. Um, Keen Washcrook, I could see him being in the AHL. Mm, I hate doing this because I feel bad because I know these guys really want to be up here. But again, Isaac Ratcliffe, I could see him being in the um, AHL. By the way, um, Isaac Ratcliffe and I have the exact same birthday, 215.99. So that is a little fun fact about Ratcliffe and I. Um, let's go think. The bidding guys, I liked both of them. I think they both played well. So I actually was impressed. Landon Sim, I think he's going to be in the AHL. I mean, he's good, but he still has some developing to do. And he didn't stand out to me too much. Alexi was good. It's just, like, funny, though, because, like, I'm 
you know, during the games, I'm taking notes and I'm reading my notes right now on who I think stood out and who I didn't think stood out. And it's better to stand out in a good way. I thought Mark Andre um, Godet, he was okay. And he did okay training camp. But some of these guys, like a Hunter Skinner, I think just needs some more time. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but I'm just being real, like reality here. I think some of these guys just need a little bit more time. And then once they get that time, as a play on words, everything will be fine. So that is how I feel about cuts. I do want to let you know to snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, that's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Visit FanDuel.com and, and let me tell you, Right now, it is football season. Your girl's happy. Bet some parlays with me. I'm always talking some parlays. So make sure you check me out on Twitter at Haley T. Simon. And I will always tell you what I'm putting in at FanDuel. I love it. Okay, wow. Look at me changing up the scenes for um, all of my clips today. I have to let you guys know, I work at a radio station. And it has been super, super busy. And I've been, like, living here and sleeping over here. So, If you don't see me in my normal setup, it is because your girl is not leaving the station. But my last thing that I want to get to is my confidence level for this season after these two preseason games. I have to say, I am not discouraged, but at the same time, I am not overly confident. I am pleased. I think that this season will be a good season for your St. Louis Blues. I think a lot of good will happen. Overall, the St. Louis Blues are going to be better. And they're showing me that. I think Sonny coming back, getting Hayes, and, you know, even just the leadership, the way that everyone's responded to a Shen being captain makes me feel good. Some of the younger guys, as I was saying, the bidding guys, I like a lot. But this team is a team that still has a lot of growth, a lot of improvement, right, that they need to make. But it's nothing that's overly concerning. And I think at the end of the day, That is what you need to know. This is a team that has to face some challenges. Obviously, preseason isn't, you know, the biggest thing if you don't win. But it also shows you the weaknesses. And that second group, I said this on Friday's episode, I knew they would not win because it's too many guys that are inconsistent for me. A majority of those guys are the guys that are not going to make the final cut. And that is the harsh reality. I love, more than anything, I love the um, I love the Blues. I do. But not everyone is going to end up being a St. Louis Blue when it comes to making the final roster. I think that tomorrow's game against Columbus will show a lot more of what decision-making the, uh, the coaches will have and who plays will also be a factor. I think that it would be interesting to see if they put in a lot of those guys from that same group um, for the game to the 7 p.m. group. 
that lost the Coyotes because I feel like those are the guys you need to take a closer look at and make a decision. Do you send them down to the Thunderbirds or do you keep them? I would personally send them down. I'm not, I'm a nice person. Okay. I just think at the end of the day, you need to do what's best for the team. And right now the team will not be successful if you continuously give guys chances that don't deserve it. And some of these guys, you know, uh, 24 is not young. It's young for maybe a captain. It could be young for maybe some leadership positions, but it's not young for a guy trying to make the final roster. There are 19-year-olds, 18-year-olds that have made the final roster. So I don't want any of those excuses. I am excited for what the St. Louis Blues are going to do this season. But at the end of the day, that is up to them. This has been a fun episode per usual. And I want to let you guys know that I am cautiously optimistic about the season. And I am not trying to be too negative. I'm just trying to see both sides of things. I hope you liked my little change up in scenery. And I will talk to you tomorrow. And as always, let's go Blues. You're locked on. That, that was the wrong exit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>